Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 942. Three Gym Mindsets to Maximize Long-Term Progress, part two, by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Tuesday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites. All right, it's the end of February, which to me, because I'm such a huge baseball nerd, this means baseball season is around the corner. I'm so excited. And yes, because I'm a huge Angels fan, I am very disappointed in the Houston Astros, but I'm not gonna get into that. I know people have been asking me how I feel about it. I'm just excited that baseball season is around the corner and I have a confession. I've already been listening to some of the spring training games. That's how nerdy I am. Even though most of the high-profile regular players aren't even playing right now, I just crave baseball so much. All right, but enough of that because I find that most people don't share my same passion for baseball. So we're gonna move on and I wanna talk about today's post. Today's post is part two from yesterday. So if you're new here or skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That's episode 941. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Three Gym Mindsets to Maximize Long-Term Progress, part two by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. Mindset number two, let's eat. I first heard this term, let's eat, from one of my favorite powerlifters in the game right now, L.S. McLean. If you know who L.S. is, you'll know that this dude has an absolute blast lifting weights. Even when he's up on the world stage platform about to lift for a world record, you'll find him smiling and acting like a goofball. He is the inspiration behind this mindset. This is the mindset that is necessary for the majority of your lifting career. This is the mindset where one of your favorite artists just dropped a new album and you're bumping some new music on the way to the gym, sipping some pre-workout, pumped about the workout you're about to get in. This is the mindset where you just got a new training program and you're jolly and enthusiastic about going in and doing the work you're supposed to do. This is the mindset where you haven't been able to lift because you've been away on vacation and you're just itching to get back in the lab and make some magic happen. And as you lift, you feel the blood rushing through your muscles stretching your skin out due to the massive pump. The weights are just flying up, maybe making a few personal records. Maybe you're training with a few friends and you're all pushing each other, talking smack, and having a good old time competing. Maybe the gym lighting is just right, and you know what? You got your favorite workout clothes on and you're looking fine as heck. 
It's just pure jubilation to be lifting weights during this mindset. It's this mindset and these type of workouts that keep you going back to the gym. It's what causes you to be slightly obsessed with the gym in the first place. You can see and feel the progression. And progression is addictive. This is the sweet spot you want to aim for. In this mindset, you're probably around a 7 to 9 out of 10 on the effort scale. It's the most sustainable mindset and usually accounts for 75% of my total workouts for the week. So maybe two to four workouts. This is the meat and potatoes of my entire workout experience, which brings me to the last and final mindset, the mindset that should be used with caution and only be used when appropriate. Mindset number three, the void. Some of you may hear about this mindset and think, this is what I do when I lift. But for the majority of you, you probably don't, to be blunt. You like to think you lift hard, but you're probably only around a seven and a half to eight and a half out of 10 when it comes to effort. But that's okay, because it takes serious time and effort to reach this state. I used to think I worked hard too, until I saw people who actually worked hard. To make it more clear, here are a few signs you aren't in the void. If you're texting or scrolling social media between sets, you aren't in the void. If you aren't shaking before you lift the weight, you aren't in the void. If you aren't afraid of the weight you're about to attempt, you're not in the void. The void was coined by the powerlifting legend, Dave Tate, founder of an amazing company called Elite FTS. He talks about the void being an experience that is extremely hard to define, but it consists of the period during one of your hardest sets of the entire workout, when you know the set is about to hurt, when you can't even describe how the set went after completing it because you black out from the sheer effort being produced, when reality itself begins to blur and the people around you become non-existent. There is no stress from work, There is no worrying about your abs. There is no nagging spouse or loved ones. It is only you and the weights. Followed by a feeling of pure bliss from being in a zen-like energy state of controlled rage. It is a feeling that can only be described accurately by those who have put in thousands of hours under the bar. My friend and pro bodybuilder and powerlifter Ryan Doris similarly defines it as going dare. One thing is for sure, no matter how you define it, when you feel it, you will know. And once you reach it, you will understand why you can't possibly do this for every set or every workout. Trying to go hardcore every single workout, no matter your current state, is something only fools and beginners do. There are times to destroy everything in sight and try to lift until your eyes bleed. And there are times to pull back on the reins to set you up properly in the future. The key to using this mindset effectively is by not trying to force it. The void is earned. It may come after a hard breakup or after you get fired from a job, or when you're just motivated to surpass a goal you set for yourself after years of training. It will make up the remaining 10% of your training and is obviously around a 10 out of 10 when it comes to effort. But no matter when the actual void comes, understanding that consistently pushing past your comfort zone is absolutely necessary to get an amazing physique. And since you're still here listening, you probably don't just want an okay physique. So make sure you actually do something about it. So let's wrap this up. Let's recall what we've learned. Mindset number one, check the boxes. This is used about 15% of the time and is just as important as any other mindset because it allows fatigue to drop and could prevent injuries. You get in, do your work, and get out. Mindset number two, let's eat. The most popular mindset that you should have around 75% of the time. This is one that is sustainable and brings you the most happiness while at the gym. 
a solid lifting sesh, for example. Mindset number three, the void. This is maximum effort and should scare you a little. It should be used with caution around 10% of the time and only used when appropriate due to the higher risk of injury and causing the most amount of fatigue. When you only use one of these mindsets, you risk not getting the most out of your training plan and can also set yourself up for unnecessary injuries that will knock you out of commission for weeks or even months. But having the arsenal of all three to choose from, you can train in a much smarter way that not only provides you better results, but it prevents you from burning out and reduces injury. And that, my friend, is a recipe for long-term success. You just listened to part two of the post titled Three Gym Mindsets to Maximize Long-Term Progress by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Yesterday, I was sharing a personal story where I was trying to be in the void more often than I should. And that led to at least a couple of different injuries. Those injuries set me back for sure. I had to relearn how to do a pull-up. Actually, I had to relearn how to do a push-up as well. I had to stop deadlifting and squatting for at least a month. And looking back, I wish I had access to these three mindsets back then. Maybe I wouldn't have gotten injured, or at least not as severely. But here's the thing, that doesn't mean I've stopped pushing myself past the point of my comfort zone. I still do that, and I hope you do too. And what I would say to otherwise healthy people when I would give them training advice, I would say once in a while, at least once a week, you should feel exhausted walking back to your car after your workout. This doesn't have to happen every time, but I like Matt's 10% rule. So 10% of the time, as you're walking back to your car after your cool down, That walk should feel exhausting. Now you know you've done that 10 out of 10 max effort type of workout. And that means tomorrow may be either an easy day or a rest day, but you've earned it. All right, that'll do it for me for today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a wonderful week and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.